here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm Tanahashi, and you are listening to the New Japan Broadcast. Welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside Mr. Damon McDonald. It is Sunday, May 8th, and today we are going to review the 5-3 Wrestling Dantaku Show that was headlined by a stellar main event featuring Tetsuya Naito versus Tomohiro Ishii, which went over a half hour. We're also going to talk about the lineups for the upcoming Best of the Super Juniors 23, and we have some matches already announced for Dominion at Osaka Joe Hall. So, Damon, how are you today? It is a wonderful day. I'm sitting here giggling under my breath as you're doing the open because I did have a little side bet with one of our Twitter followers and, and listeners. Uh, for the clean jeans, Colin Miller, but uh, we yeah, didn't get yeah. that this <laughs> we didn't get that this week. But uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna walk out. I'm not gonna storm out of the show. So uh, I'm I'm in for the long haul. But uh, what kind of world do we live in where a man <laughs> gets made fun of for washing his jeans? Uh, I don't know. I just think it's the funniest thing in the world at this point. Uh, I can't stop giggling about it. But anywho, uh, yeah, it's the pure cast, everyone, and. Um, we say that annoyingly to some listeners as well. So, cast, uh, if you're so inclined, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a stacked show. Uh, Dontaku, big show. Uh, the juniors, that's going to be an excellent couple weeks of professional style wrestling. Uh, we're coming up into the summer months, Colin Miller, and you know what that means. We got a lot of great stuff from a lot of different promotions. Um, you know, I'm kind of going through. As I do at the beginning of every month, I have my little paper calendar, uh, and I go through and kind of see all the stuff that's being broadcasted on all on all these Japanese networks. So I kind of map out what I'm going to watch, what I need to catch, what I want to see, all that fun stuff. And Christ, May's loaded. And just a sneak peek into June, man, we've got some great shit coming around the corner. And and again, we haven't even we haven't even scratched the surface of G1. All the summer stuff with the Ring of Honor in Super New Japan. Super J Cup. Super J Cup. Can you I believe mean, that? You know, we are... We're rocking. We're rocking and rolling, so it's going to be fun. Um, so, you know, we, we can hop right in. We're going to have a, a solid show uh, just here today. So, you know, enough of the, no dilly-dally. Just, this is going to be a no dilly-dally show, um, Colin Miller. 
yeah, no, no, no time for uh, messing around here. So let's get right into it. Uh, so why don't we uh, start off with uh, reviewing Wrestling Dontaku, which took place uh, this past Tuesday, May 3rd, in front of a sold-out crowd at the Fukuoka International Center Arena. Uh, Damon, just really quick, what are your overall thoughts on this stacked show that we witnessed one, it was a stack show. It was f- over four hours long, and, and we said it was going to be, you know, a long haul. You had to you had to bring provisions, <laughs> you know, because uh, it was it was a long show. And, and here's the thing, um, I again we talked about last week how our schedules were just zoo like, and uh, it was going to be tough to watch it live. And I did not catch catch it live. And truth be told, I finally saw it this weekend. Um, it was a very good show. In my mind, it could have been a great show if not for silly, lazy, just, uh, shoulder shruggy kind of booking decisions. And I hate to be the guy that, that like, that uses that as a, as a barometer, but it has to be addressed. It has to be addressed that just so much shenanigan bullshit that 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 took this down again from a very very good show don't get me wrong this was a very good show it could have been a great show if not for just some of the lazy harebrained fucking just shenanigans and we say that word a lot going on and i'm seeing a little too much of it maybe to, maybe this show is just my breaking point column but Enough is enough. I agree with you. I agree with you. In, in, in the words of the legendary Brett the Hitman Hart, there was too much phony bullshit on this show <laughs> for my taste. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we need to have a meeting with New Japan. We really we do. Need, we, we need to have a sit-down meeting. I'm and texting say, Tiger right now. Get on the horn with him, Hawkeye. <laughs> get on the horn, Mash. Whatever. Um, it's enough. They Listen, we watch this product because we don't like the shitty shenanigans, right? I think I'm speaking for a lot of people here. And and, and I just happen to have a, a microphone with a pop filter that doesn't quite fit the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed this earlier. We did. Um, I, I We don't like this. The shenanigans is... Colin, the fucking main event, and I know people are like, man, you're really taking this shit seriously. Okay, maybe. We had a main event. How many fucking ref bumps were there? I believe that there were exactly three ref bumps in the main event. Three? Three? How could, what the fuck planet are we on? And, and here's the thing. This was still an incredible match. Imagine, sure. imagine this match without all that bullshit. Oh, and again, I, I mean, we're going to, again, I say it, we're, we're going to get deeper into the pool with this match. But this was a great match. I don't want to say destroyed, but really dinged up and, and battered. Because of this crazy fucking idea that this is something that people want. Did you hear that crowd? 
when oh, somebody's they, it 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 killed them when that shit started. It really did. And there were boos, but there are boos, and then there are fuck this shit boos. Colin, that was fuck this shit boos. That wasn't ah uh, boo, you bad guys, and you're uh, no. This was fuck that shit. Boobs. And you know what the crazy thing is? I felt like the shenanigans that took place during the main event were mild compared to past things that we've seen. I mean, at the, at the very least, we saw um, Okada and Ghetto uh, chase the Ingobernobles uh, to the back. Yeah, it took him fucking 20 minutes to do it. Yeah, right? you're right. It, it, I, it, it made him look stupid. It made him look like a fucking boo. The face of your company. He, he was standing there. For 20 minutes while at least five different forms of outside interference occurred. Until finally they drag his ass out. And guess what happened when it was just two guys in the ring going for the belt? Guess what happened? The match took off. Magic. The match exploded. That Those last five minutes is arguably some of the best five minutes you're going to see this year in the company. It took off. And it took that long? You mean to tell me you needed to do all that shit to get Los Ingobernables over? They're already fucking over. Yeah, did, did, did you get a load of that video package that they played before the show? I mean, yeah. that says it all. Awesome. I mean, listen, when they do the, you know, Dave put in the Observer the, uh, the you know, how they do the uh, montage of the, of the former champions. Yeah, it's goosebump material. Makes yeah. it feel special. It sure does. And, and but you don't need. Again, you don't, you mean to tell me you needed to get Naito over as a dick, as a as a as a as a dicky heel, to, by doing all this still? It's already established that he's it's a dick. A, right, you've already done it a million times already. And again, you made the guy who is arguably the. The, the face of your company, and, and, and again, Naito's in a hot spot. Don't get me wrong. Naito is, and being champion is a big fucking deal. He's not the face of the company, right? We all know who, who are. Still, it made Okada look like an absolute boob. Yeah, he, he doesn't look like a number one contender to me at this point. I mean, again, he got a big win. Oh, you know, and again, we're we're kind of jumping around here. He did get he did get a big win, a Against solid Sonata. clean, yep, a clean solid in the middle of the ring win. Okay, reestablishing that, and and that's not what we're talking about. It's it's and again, it's a it's a is it a minor thing? Maybe it is. Maybe, but for me, it spoiled the overall impact, the the the, the total impact. Pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, the Dixie Carter. Of, what what uh, is Okada doing in the impact zone? <laughs> he doesn't wrestle here. He certainly didn't. Even when he was there, he didn't wrestle there. <laughs> That's right. Um, it spoiled. It spoiled what was, what could have been, you know, there's a lot of great matches in this company this year. A lot. And, and this was, this could have been in the running. If the last five 10 minutes were any indication. It, this was great. This was fantastic. This was over four stars. Oh, easily. I, easily. You know, you know what? Actually, I gave this match the same rating that uh, Dave gave it, which is four and a half stars. I, I'm, I'm a little bit lower than four and a half, but it was 
I mean, it's listen. Splitting hairs here. Four. What's the difference between four and a quarter? Fucking that stuff drives me batty. Anyway, Um, you know, I I don't know the difference between four and a quarter. (laughs) Well, that's just math. (laughs) That's your that's your schooling. That's your. Did you 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 weren't homeschooled, were you? (laughs) No, although I probably should have been. (laughs) My parents would have saved me from a lot of uh, emotional trauma. (laughs) Me too. Uh, There's not a lake I hadn't been thrown in, pal. Um, look, it's, uh, all right, well, well, let's get into the show, but that's, that's my overall thought is good show. Very good show. Really some solid matches, surprising performances, right? Surprising performances for me, but, oh, some of this, some, and, and people label it, you know, the Americanization, the Americanization of new Japan pro wrestling. And I tend to agree. You know what? I never agreed with that in the past, but now after, you know, seeing this show and, you know, previous matches where all of this, again, phony bullshit is going on, I'm starting to lean that way. And this is getting me very concerned about um, one of my favorite events of the year, which is Dominion. I mean, last year's Dominion was probably my second favorite pay-per-view from New Japan. And we have three matches announced for it now, and... I'm worried about the two main events because of some of the shit that we saw at Dontaku. And just to echo kind of what you were saying, you know, we get people all the time, um, new Twitter followers who say, hey, I recently got into New Japan and I, uh, I, I discovered the PuroCast. Thank you guys for what you do. Um, the, the reason that these fans are uh, getting into New Japan is because when you watch New Japan, it feels like a sport. It feels real. It harkens back um, to the old days of pro wrestling where you would sit down and you could suspend your disbelief and it feels like this is a real contest. Well, you know, shit like this really takes your mind out of that uh, out of that zone. But um, we're, we're going to talk more about this as we get into it. Uh, let's start off with the first match here. Uh, to kick off the show, we <laughs> saw a tag team match featuring the team of a Bad Luck Fale and Yujiro Takahashi taking on Captain New Japan and Juice Robinson. Look, there's nothing we can say about this match. We saw Fale pick up the wind after he hit the grenade on Captain New Japan. But I will say... <laughs> The funniest, one of the funniest things ever was watching Juice Robinson just walk out and leave yeah. Captain New Japan in the ring like a piece of shit. <laughs> he, he just left him there for dead. He did. I did notice that myself. He he just he wanted no parts of cleaning up that mess. That you know there was no drape the arm over the shoulder. I'll help you to the back. He was like, "Fuck this noise. I am out." All right. Um, yeah, and even the beginning of the match, you know, this whole match seemed like it was a, another example of a Fale showcase, right? The camera was on Fale the entire walk to the ring, except for when Taka uh, was, you know, front and center, you know, doing his shtick to the ring. Combing his hair. Combing his hair. Uh, and again, th- this company wants no- nothing to do with this guy anymore. Right? He is he is an afterthought. No girl, no nothing. He's, he's the ultimate non-factor uh, in, in a group that is quickly becoming a non-factor. Um, it, what was the match? Three minutes? 
which is fine because the, the show itself went in you know, four hours and 20 minutes. Not even, Damon. This match was two minutes and 26 seconds. Yeah, and and, and thank God, right? And it did exactly what we it needed to do. Did we want it to go like five minutes? I didn't want it to go a second longer than what it did. <laughs> um, Fale, you know, grenade, boom, one, two, three. Captain New Japan really he stinks. <laughs> he really does. And, and the thing about it is, is like, there are wrestlers that I like more than others, but Captain New Japan just seems to me like so, ab- and this is coming from me, mind you, so completely unathletic. It's it's almost laughable, <laughs> like how he gets in his own way unintentionally. They can um, wheel you out there and put you in the in, in the Captain New Japan suit, and I, I think you could do a better job. I don't want to. I don't want to shock anyone. I am Captain New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It's me. It's it's me, Austin. <laughs> it was me all along. It was me all along. Um, yeah, horseshit match. Fale did exactly what it needed to be done. It, it could have gone no other way. Juice Robinson likes to say motherfucker a lot. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say my favorite part of this match was when Juice Robinson called Ujiro a motherfucker. He loves it. He can't the motherfuckers. Every match he's just, he's throwing it. The MF bombs are, well, are so flying. is ghetto for that matter. I think yeah, that's where he learned it from. Probably. I think I think Juice was like, what's a motherfucker? And Ghetto had to explain him. And he's like, oh, I'm going to use that. Heal heat. Um, nah. I mean, look, if this was... I mean, I, we're not even giving it a star, are we? No. You know, you know, you know, what, you know what Meltzer gave this? No. Dud. <laughs> Did he? Did he go full dud? Yep. Full dud. Oh. Full on Jenna Maraska. <laughs> I haven't seen the dud in a while. Good, good for Dave. He's showing, throwing the flames. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in his camp. I'll go full dud. Sure, why not? Stunk. All right. So the next match, we saw the team of Sakuraba, Yoshihashi, Will Osprey, and Ghetto take on Tiger Mask, Ryusuke Taguchi, David Finley, and Jay White. Um, I thought that this was a uh, very good match. You know what? If they should have put this as the opener and just have t- taken the the Fale Takahashi match off the card because um I would have liked to have seen this one go a, a, a few more minutes um Jay White has always looked great and you know who else looked great um especially when he was wrestling against Will Ospreay David Finley yeah yeah absolutely I'd and love I to gr- see these two guys have a one-on-one contest I agree I wish they would have shaved off the, the the opening match just totally you know pre-showed that shit um there is no pre-show by the way um and and given this one a little bit more time because I think it could have been could have been even better than it was and this wasn't fantastic by any stretch of the imagination but it was good it was all right all right and I, and, and I agree with you on the second point the two guys that made the most of their opportunities in the ring was obviously Will Ospreay who you know just so you know we sit and we 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 fawn over Will Ospreay and I but. But he's the bell of the ball. He is the bell of the ball. And and anytime he's in the ring, I am watching. You know what I mean? There are guys, there are guys where your matches on and you're going to the phone, right? You're you're checking your mail, you're checking whatever, Facebook, whatever. Checking Friendster, MySpace, whatever. Right. Don't check that. There's probably no one there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Colin. Live periscoping mm-hmm. from the bathroom, <laughs> uh, from the, right? I'm making a salmon fillet, <laughs> um, but Osprey and uh, and Finley, 
they made the most of their opportunity in the ring. And when they were in, it was oh, that it, it it went up three gears. It it went a million miles an hour, which was fun. To Gucci, Colin, if you I, I'm you're not going to do it, but I'm going to ask that you watch this match again, just okay. for the sole purpose. Point out, give me. I'm going to set the over under number. I'm going to set the over under number at one. And that one represents how many maneuvers Raisuke Takuchi performed that did not involve, either performed or sold, not involving his ass. Probably none. Correct. Not a single thing that man did in that ring on that particular evening involved anything other than his ass. That's you know, saying something. You know what they should do? You know, you know, they, they should change to Gucci's music to Billy Gunn's old theme. Ass man. I'm an ass man. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that which is maybe the most cringeworthy entrance music of any human being. Hey, ever. If, if you want to westernize this product, we yeah, have to bring back that out. theme. Yeah, but he did not. He didn't do a chin lock. He didn't do an arm bar, a wrist lock, nothing. No, nope. it was everything was was ass, um, which again is is saying something. Everybody else. Man, you know, Sakuraba and um, was it Sakuraba and Tiger Mask in the beginning where they were doing those exchanging of the kicks? And it kind of got interesting in the sense of, it, you know, they were starting to get a little pissed off at each other, it felt like. And then Tiger Mask tags right out. I was like, oh, come on. This is more of this. More of this. There's no reason for you to tag out. Um, yeah, again, it, this was this was a, a Finley uh, Osprey showcase for me. Everything else was, eh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, the final moments of this match with Osprey and Finley were great. We saw Osprey do like a handspring moonsault to the outside, which apparently is called a space yep. flying yep. tiger drop. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I mean, it's an oldie but goodie. Um, the great Sasuke, Sasuke, depending upon how you want to emphasize your syllables. Um, he was pretty uh, famous for popping that move out. So, uh, yep. Awesome stuff. Yep. Uh, and uh, he pinned Finley with a uh, springboard diamond cutter, which is pretty cool. So there you go. Will was, Ospreay picking up the win for his team. I'm sorry, not to. Uh, I just wanted to make a, the one, uh, you, you, the, of course, the European forearm uh, and the way that Osprey sold it by literally doing a flip. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> it was pretty great. And it was maybe one of those cases where it was like Shawn Michael-esque of the oversell. But um Ah, that was geez. like when when uh, when Sean faced Hogan at SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, we're just bumping like a bitch. Um, you know who I also liked who sold a lot. And again, we're talking a lot of being that this is like we're, we're going to go all out Americanized pure cast tonight, guys. We're going to Kenny Omega this shit, <laughs> right? Um, we're gonna. I, I loved Kurt Henning's bumps, like oh, Kurt Henning's bumps he when he brilliant. would go into the turnbuckle. Uh, yeah, he was always good with that. But, yeah, I, I noticed that one uh, European forearm that was uh, sold to, again, Henning Michaels-like uh, performance there. All right, very good. And that's the second match. Yeah, that is the second match. And the third match was for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Titles, where we saw Ricochet and Matt Seidel, who are now called the Super High Flyers, mm. regain their titles from Rapongi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent Beretta. Um, this was very surprising to me, and I guess it tells you a lot about Ricochet's future in New Japan, because quite no, frankly, no, if, if you would have asked me um, a month or two ago 
Um, if you would have said, Colin, do you think that Ricochet is going to be in this global cruiserweight tournament? I would have said, oh, a- absolutely. I don't think that there's any question. I mean, the guy, I, I think that he lives with Apollo Crews in Orlando. He's 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 dating, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tessa. Blanchard, right? Yeah, yeah. Te- is her name Tessa? I did, yeah. Tessa Blanchard. I, I, I would have thought that there was, you know, a 99.9% certainty that he was going to be in this. But I'm very pleased to see that it looks like he is going to be sticking around in New Japan, uh, at least for the immediate future. Yeah, and that's key. That's a key phrase you just said, immediate future. So, yeah, he's not going to be in this this global schmigabashmaraj tournament that WWE is having. Um his Lucha underground situation is still kind of iffy at this point. Colin, I'm still a firm believer that he is uh, Orlando bound um, after he works out some monkey wrenches. Uh, I, I really think that's the end goal. And again, let's not try and put the IWGP junior tag belts as any, as any type of signification of there's a long-term commitment to ricochet, right? These belts could easily change hands and they have, you know, in a month, right? So yeah, who cares? Put it, put the belts on them, right? That's, that doesn't, to me, that means nothing. They can easily drop and he could show up on, on NXT the next morning. He'd show up on Nitro. <laughs> He'd show up on Nitro in a mall somewhere. Get the camera off him. <laughs> he doesn't work here. doesn't work here. Uh, I, I love how he was walking by. It was like a Claire's shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have to go. Liger was on that show. He was in the yeah. first match. Yeah, against Brian Pillman. Think yep. about that. Jushin Thunder Liger kicked off the very first episode of Monday Nitro in a mall in the middle of Minneapolis. That is amazing. <laughs> but that is, that is acid dropping uh, <laughs> moment right there. I have a question um, for you though. Um, yeah. Do you think that the reason that the titles were taken off these guys in the first place was because of Ricochet's uncertainty? No, I really don't. I think it was okay. because it's the junior belts and they just, you know, they are what they are. Um, you have a lot of talented tag teams, you know, they're, I, I want to go so far as to say is they're the uh, you know the never six man, but you know in the pecking order it's, they're just a notch above them, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say I, so. I mean, I, I can't sit here and 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 tell you that the IWGP Junior belts are the most prestigious belts in all tag team wrestling. Now, again, the teams that hold this belt are tremendous, right? The, 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 arguably, some of the best wrestlers in the world. The belts are kind of meaningless, so don't don't sit here and 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 put too much stock and 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 weight into the fact that they picked up these belts and then there's a commitment to Seidel and Ricochet. They got the belts back. They could easily drop them, and and then we could be right back where we were before. Now I sit here and I say that I don't know Ricochet's situation. I could just tell you what I hear, right? And and it's not a lot to be truthful um, of his situation, but you know just. I still think from from everything that all, all the whispers, um, and again, like who am I? I don't get, you know, I'm not fucking Dave Meltzer, but um, I, I still think he's Titan bound. Titan? Did I just say Titan bound? You did. I haven't been Titan in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Titan he's going sports. To, yeah. Um, he's going to New York. Yeah, he's going to New York. So, uh, I mean, 
I, I still think that. So uh, we'll see. But what did you think of this match? Very good match. Um, one of the things that um, I, I I don't know why this um, stuck out to me more so than usual. Um, Rocky Romero, man, this, this guy's knee strikes are super underrated. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of. I mean, he's kind of like, you know, back in the day. It was like uh, Bobby Eaton was that guy that where, you know, casual fans to the product might not appreciate everything that Bobby Eaton did. But like the the smarks back in the day, the sheet readers, uh, you know, had a real appreciation for Bobby Eaton and like or like a Tim Horner or like, um, you know, Brad Armstrong or, um, you know, guys of that ilk who, you know, just. Might seem a little underrated to the promotion, but just what they do in the ring really stands out to a lot of guys who, you know, follow it a little bit deeper. And and Rocky Romero is one of those guys. Um, this match, I had trouble with this match. How so? And it, it it was a great, it was a good match. I can't give it great. It was a good match, it, but for whatever reason, and and I just had a lot of trouble connecting with this match early especially like everything was good but for me I, cu- I couldn't find its groove I couldn't find like it, it was had trouble hooking me in and I kept waiting to get hooked in it's kind of like a song where you're waiting for the hook and you want to tap your toes I wasn't tapping my toes I spent more time waiting for shit to happen and instead of like maybe appreciating the stuff that was actually happening does that make any sense no, I I I think I get where you, where, where you're coming from. Um, you think it was uh, a little too Americanized, perhaps the match in general. See, I have trouble kind of like saying that's an American style match and that's a Japanese style match. I just know matches. You know what I mean? Um, like I could I can appreciate an American style match, whatever that means. Like like I wouldn't know the difference if somebody said that's an American style match and that's a Japanese style match. I really I really wouldn't. I I don't. I don't know. If you put Shibata um, and Ishii in front of me, I can say that's a Japanese style match. Okay, all right. Maybe <laughs> there's maybe. one example, but all right. Yeah. Other than that, no, I, I I get where you're coming from. Right, and especially with these guys, um, I think that line blurs. Um, I just couldn't find it, man. I just couldn't. I I couldn't g- grab onto it. Now there were times, and here's another thing too. Here's another perfect example, and I and I told everyone this before. And 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 Dave loves to fucking hop on the Fukuoka cold crowd bullshit, right? And it's not that it's it. I didn't think it was some, that cold. I, there were there were a lot of times where you could tell this crowd didn't give a fuck about the people that were in that ring. But they they did get into a lot of things, which we're gonna you know expand upon further. Yes. But yes, but that but not with these guys. And, no. and again, that junior stigma that I think. Sits in Fukuoka for whatever reason. This uh, that's that's another thing I kept thinking during this match was, oh, here, here they fucking go again. I wasn't out of my mind. Yeah, I mean that was it. Now here's like when they did that um, that big spot in the middle of the match. It was like a uh, I think it was Tremperetta did did one of those knee strikes after a hot move. Um, that the crowd picked up right, but then Rocky and, and Seidel for whatever reason went. And it, it, they lost them. Like they just lost that momentum, and it and it dropped, and they had to rebuild. It did pick up at the end. Um, and, and trust me, the crowd got up for that double shooting star press finish. I thought. Oh yeah, the um, crowd that that always pops the crowd. The stereo shooting star. Yeah, that was sweet. Um, but again, I I think I was in. I felt I felt like I was in Fukuoka where I couldn't connect with it. I couldn't make it happen for myself. 
Um, and oh, you were- mean you weren't there? <laughs> I was this time. I wasn't. I was there in spirit. I had some of my DNA in there. <laughs> I had a fingernail somewhere in that building. <laughs> I did do that. By the you way. can hear that story on a uh, previous Purocast. Yes, uh, I did do the fingernail gimmick. Uh, yeah, but that the match was good, but it just it, it didn't connect with me. Yeah, o- overall, I'm gonna have to say that their their first match, where Rapongi Vice first won the titles, I think that was better than this one for whatever reason. Yeah, and um, like I said, not to repeat myself a thousand times, um, a good match. I just couldn't, I couldn't grab. I'll tell you one thing too. That shaved haircut from Ricochet does him no favors. He, <laughs> he looked like he aged fifteen years. You think so? Yeah, yeah. He needs to, he needs to grow that out a little bit. He could keep it shortcut, but the complete head shaved, like you could really see where that hairline is falling back. And it, I don't know, it, just, it wasn't, it, it didn't do him no favors. He's he a looked, young guy, too. He's like he he's my age. Yeah, he looked like he aged 15 years. Yeah, grow, grow it out a little bit, Rico. Grow it out. But there you have it. Uh, the super high flyers are now two-time IWGP junior tag team champions. What do you think of that name, by the way? It stinks. It's not uh, a lie, though. They, they are super not, high flyers. It's not. I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here giggling that a, a 44-year-old overweight white guy is telling how this guy how to look. <laughs> yeah. Like, like me? Okay. A guy, a guy who shows up at the airport wearing a New Japan tracksuit. Hey, listen. That was a long flight. Uh, I got to get comfortable in that fucking seat. <laughs> there, there was no flight. What are you talking about? Oh, right. Forgot. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, by the way, that's how I'm paying for Boston. So I'm gonna oh, use really? that. Yeah, I'm gonna use that voucher, and I'm just gonna throw in a couple bucks. I'm going first class to Boston, kids. All right. Well, I'm g- doing, g- good luck getting there, pal. <laughs> I know. I'll see. I'll see you all there on the Tuesday. The show's on what Sunday. <laughs> I can walk there quicker. You're gonna end up in Toledo somewhere at a <laughs> Holiday Inn. Let's. We should have bets. We should have a contest to see if if I if I do do this where I wind up first. You know what city I wind up with first, and then go from there. Now that is a good idea. We just have to figure out what what, what the winner gets. Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to this Ring of Honor show, um, in New York this next weekend, this this coming Saturday, the 14th, 17th, whatever it is, um, and you know me, I'm gonna get stupid gimmicks. I'm gonna spend two hundred bucks on people that I have like seven hundred things signed already because that's just what I do. You're a nut. I am a nut. I'm a I'm a psychopath. Um, maybe maybe I get something right. Maybe I get a little autographed, a little autograph eight by ten, right? Maybe one of those is a giveaway. Hmm. Huh? Hey, not a not not a bad idea. Not a bad idea for a few. I I I did have one idea for uh, a future we'll, contest in mind. Let's do a live production meeting. Want to do a live production meeting? <laughs> yeah, you wanna, let's do it. You, yeah, you, you want to talk about the con? Okay, so you had posted that picture um, on your Facebook uh, last week of you uh, in the, behind the commentating team at the Fukuoka show from last year. Yeah, find the American. I Here, here's my idea. I want our listeners to take you out of that picture and put you into various um, important historical events throughout history. And the best one, the funniest one, okay. wins something. I, I'm, I'm down with that. Maybe we do two pictures. Maybe maybe it's, this is a two-picture event. Yeah, and, and, and this doesn't... By, by the way, this could be any, any important historical... It doesn't have to be wrestling-related. It could be, you know... Uh, at a, yeah. a presidential speech somewhere, an inauguration. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I love it. I, I Listen, I'm totally down with that. All right, so we'll make that official. So, again, a little Photoshop contest. 
uh, me. I don't know where they're, they're going to get a picture of me. We're, we're going to have to take that uh, that screenshot and post it on our Twitter. Is that picture big enough, though? Like, of me? Because that's a pretty far picture. I think so. I, th- I, I, I think someone would, will be able to cut you out of there. And Okay. Well, listen, I'll have it, why don't I give you, like, a picture or two? All right, whatever. I don't get or, or that picture. Take that picture. You, I want it to be that picture right, because you, know, you were... Okay. <laughs> well, I was, like, in the distance. Yeah. It, that's what <laughs> makes okay. it all the more ridiculous. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll get you a picture because not everybody has access to my personal... And here's the thing, guys. Um, being that we're on this topic, it's, when you friend request me on Facebook, don't, don't be, like, don't get upset if I don't do it like because I, I just I get freaky well the I'm same stu- with me I mean I, I appreciate it though trust me I do but I just you know you know I don't want you to see my insane ramblings <laughs> <laughs> you don't want people Collins to think any less of you that. Colin's like thank god he said that um <laughs> so yeah we'll do that we'll do the picture as one and then the second one we'll have a contest of um the Boston so if it will have people say do I make it there straight on again this is from philadelphia philadelphia to boston right do i make it there on time do if i don't make it where do i wind up connecting did i tell you the one story i it was liger and i flew into boston from philadelphia and i it was a windy day and we couldn't land so we 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 were literally feet from touching down in boston we pull back up we come we loop around we try again feet from the runway nope pull back up come back around we flew back to Philadelphia, refueled, then flew to Boston again, and then finally landed. What? I've never I heard s- of that. I swear to God. And that was for um, the Danielson Liger. match. No, it was Liger. Um, and and yeah, and Brian Danielson. Yeah, yeah. In uh, Revere, was it Revere, Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah the uh, the weekend of thunder. They called uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. I flew to Boston twice in the same day. <laughs> That, and I think it was American. That, that is amazing. I think it was American. That yeah. is amazing. Well, anyway, uh, we, uh, we we digress. We will post more information about those uh, contests on our Facebook, on our Twitter, and uh, maybe on our website as well. All right, so uh, cool. keep your eyes peeled for that. But let's move on up the card. And, Damon, speaking of speaking of shenanigans, mm. this next match was for the never-open-weight six-man titles, or as mm. I like to call them, the, uh, the never-six-man hardcore titles. <laughs> Right. We saw the challengers, the elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks taking on the champions, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, and Yoshi Tatsu. Look, I, I, I don't even I don't get angry at the shenanigans during these these six man matches because I feel like that is what they're for almost. Yep. You know what I mean? Like Agreed. I don't even it, it, it doesn't phase me at this point. I I one hundred percent agree. Um, if, if listen, there's a time and a place for shenanigans. It's not like I'm sitting here saying, I want all these matches to be like, you know, UWF matches. You know, I want Akira Maeda like worked shoots. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but in the same breath, I don't want fucking hustle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, like I, there is a time and a place. And again, if you're going to have shenanigans, this is a perfect example of shenanigans. Let it let it flow, kids. Do bring out your trash cans, bring out your horse shit. I will say this. Who was the most over person in this match? Well, let me take that back. Who was the most over in this match? The most over person in this match? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to no, say. No, 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 no. Let me let me rephrase. Okay. Who was the most over? I don't want to necessarily limit it to a person. Which gives away the gimmick. It was the fucking ladder. <laughs> <laughs> You're the right. The ladder was the most over thing in this fucking match. 
like uh, and and again uh, which makes somewhat sense because why we're building toward a money singles match between Okada or excuse me between Omega and uh, Tanahashi okay makes sense and again if you're going to do it this is the time to do it but yeah like walking out of this thing i saw that the latter was the most over thing in that ring and by the way that that match i am equal parts excited equal parts concerned and i'll get into that in a bit but uh, look these matches these six man matches especially um the elite versus tanahashi and elgin and yoshitatsu um Every time they've been in the ring together, it, it has been, an, at, at, at the very least, um, fun. I mean, we saw a lot of good spots in this match. And I, I love the fact that the crowd knows to uh, do the Terminator spot at this point. That is one of my favorite things that these guys do. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Elgin catching guys and, and really creative catching. And then, like, the one where he caught uh, one of the bucks and then put it turned it into a vertical suplex. That yeah. was fucking amazing. That I, was pretty great. I think um I think that he was trying to go he was trying to go for a suplex, but he he, he turned it into a falcon arrow. Yeah. Because he didn't one. catch him like yep. the right way. But it was cool nonetheless. Yeah, and I, I, listen, I can't this you know what I mean? The fact that they're even attempting that move and, and pulling it off the way that they did. That's I mean, you're catching a human being flying through the air perfectly so that they can, you know, then position themselves upside down you know that's you know that's a, there's a lot of physics going on there. i cannot do that no neither can i that's 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 why i don't attempt that um no how he, about look, um the uh the bullet club hunter as he's oh, known as yoshitatsu i'm glad doing, you brought that up doing the uh the harley race high knees and the spine buster on omega going for the pedigree look i'm talk. i'm about ready to talk about a guy who you know, was near paralysis right, at one point, uh, who spent months in a hospital bed. He had the halo. He had the whole nine yards. So this is certainly in no way, shape, or form me sitting here laying the boots to uh, Yoshitatsu. But there is a lot of ring rust on that guy right now. He was out of position more times than he was in position in this match. He looked like a deer in headlights at point some points. Like he could not keep up. He was he was he looked lost a couple times. Um and you could see it in his eyes like I don't know what the fuck I'm where I'm supposed to be right now because there are there's a lot going on. This is again this is a young bucks omega you know you know El, these guys have worked together a lot. And they kind of know the spots. They know where to be and 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 there's a lot of trust going on with some of these spots we just talked about the one he looked out of place um and this this hunter thing this bullet club hunter you know who else had the bullet club hunter shit on oh captain new japan yeah yeah that literally the 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 lowest bottom rung bottom feeder and, and he's in and and whether he's aligned with him or not there's still that connection they're wearing this you know they're wearing the same shit uh he he needs a little, little more time. He needs a little more time. And and this was a match where I thought maybe, you know, there shouldn't be a lot of heavy lifting that he's doing. You know, the, the, you're in a six-man tag. Keep him out just for, like, big spots. You know what I mean? Like, like big, safe comeback spots. Like, he's the guy getting the heat in the match in the beginning. And I'm like, why is he the one? 
I mean, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, like he, he he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb in this uh, Elgin Tanahashi team. Yeah, he, he he absolutely is the weak link. And again, he, this is a second match. I get that, guys. Don't 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 come down to me. You know, burying a guy who's you know second match after all that time off. But yeah, I mean, calling a spade a spade. He looked he looked rusty. Ru- we'll call it rusty. You know, while we're on the subject of Yoshitatsu, um, on last week's episode, I read something that Chris Charlton uh, translated um, from an interview that Yoshitatsu did with Gong Magazine. And um, uh, last week I was talking about where um, he was discussing the differences in the uh, locker rooms between WWE and NJPW. Um, I'd I'd, I'd like to read something right now because I, I find this very interesting. And he finally broke his silence regarding the styles clash so damon if you would allow me just to read this excerpt that was translated no, no need to ask you go right ahead this i is, think that uh, you're the host of the show <laughs> I, I am the host of the show but but okay here, here here we go so he said i've never said this but here it is look i know how to take a styles clash of course, Do you? <laughs> I don't know how. Yoshita- this is Yoshitasu talking. Oh, well, I'm questioning that too. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> of course I do, regardless of how many times I read the opposite in social media. I know how the move works. I do. But do okay, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not the one with the fucking halo. But go ahead. You but go ahead. a wrestler's instinct is to tuck your head. In that moment, my instincts beat my judgment. It's not that I didn't know. And I've never said that the move should be banned or never used. I just feel it should be known that the Styles Clash is a very dangerous move. It's broken at least four necks worldwide. It's just one of those four. My name has gotten around a lot more, so it falls on me to say these things. I really had no idea it was broken. It barely hurt, to be honest. I thought I'd pulled a muscle and that if I went to the hospital, they'd just take an x-ray and send me away. So I didn't go. And I think, again, it was this American mindset. It's beaten into you there. You have one chance. It's a rare person who indeed gets more than once. Uh, if you have to take okay, time... Can I stop you there for one second? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, okay. This mentality of go, go, go it is not just an American mentality. I mean, That's a Japanese uh, mentality. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, you, you look, look at, at this Ishii. Sh- you look at Ishii. I had scotch tape on his on his arm for <laughs> for for half a year. Tiger Mask. I haven't seen him all year without that stupid rap, right? And then you can go here, and Cesaro is the same way. I mean, the injuries are part of the game. You fight, you wrestle through injuries. Now, I'm not saying you wrestle through a fucking broken neck, but there are guys that wrestle through injuries that i mean and that's that's pro wrestling and 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 i hate to say it but that's that's the way it is can that change can that mindset change i don't know but the bottom line is is if you're hurt and you're on the shelf somebody wants to take your spot i mean that's <laughs> right that's, right that, you know what, what can i say sorry that's and, you know and he continues here um yeah uh it, get, it, get into landscaping if you want to save job <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Hey, you can you can really uh, you pull some muscles in your back doing landscaping gigs. Let me don't tell you. I know it. it? That's why I don't do it. I pay somebody. <laughs> it's a rare person who indeed gets more than uh, once. If you have to take time out, well, you go back to the back of the line, and if you do it again, it if you seem like you're slacking, you're fired. I showed my doctor the Styles Clash, and he said at the point of impact, that's a second vertebrae break right there. Hmm. Now here's the thing: I showed my doctor the Styles Clash. He goes, "That's fake bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's phony bullshit." <laughs> He hand waved me. What what, what are you brushing somebody's belly lightly (laughs) against it? All right. Right. Um, Anyway, 
Uh, it's, it's, it's ketchup, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wrap ketchup. this up here in, in a bit. I'm sorry. It's a bit lengthy, but I think that the stuff he says next is kind of uh, is scary. So anyway, he says, That crookedness, you 100% broke your neck that instant. And to go on and wrestle, if you'd done a single thing even remotely awkwardly, you would be permanently paralyzed or dead. And he said, Honestly, I believe I tapped out in that Corican match with Okada, the red ink. If I'd taken a Rainmaker, I wouldn't be here, and neither would the company, most likely. Okay. And and listen, I appreciate that. But, you know, I, I remember vividly the... V, the, the um, I'm a moron. The CM Punk interview with, you know, Cole Cabana. You know, what was it? Thanksgiving? You know? Yep. Two years, two ago, years ago. Where he's talking about all the injuries and how he could have died. I mean... Yes, I guarantee you right now as we record this, there are pro wrestlers right now that are injured so bad and probably don't even know the length and the extent of the injuries that they have that are they suffering going. right now. Yeah, that, that, are, that are going, right? And, and I'm not saying that they're walking around with a broken neck. I'm not saying, but I'm saying I guarantee you right now that there's somebody who's a pro wrestler who's walking around slapping their arm because they're losing, fing- you know, their fingers are losing sensation, right? I guarantee it. It's it's. It, I, I I don't mean to sound. I think Abushi was one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to sound cavalier, but that's pro wrestling, and I'm not gonna lie. That's competitive sports, right? I mean, now you're not gonna have the impact that you know pro wrestling gives you on a, on a daily basis, right? You know the NFL is 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 a is a suicide league. You know these guys are out there. You know what do they call the special teams unit, the suicide squad, because you're running fifty thousand miles an hour trying to destroy the guy with the ball. I, I I'm sorry. It's hard for me to kind of get behind this one because it's you know I'm I'm not saying he's saying sour grapes, but unfortunately this is a very dangerous sport. A very dangerous exhibition, whatever you want to call it, right? It's and, and accidents happen and things happen. And unfortunately, when you take a look at the entire scope of professional wrestling, right? I'm shocked that there's not more injuries. I'm shocked that there's not more, you know, stuff that that you hear about. And I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure there's stuff that happens that you don't hear about because of the nature of the of the business. But that's that's pro wrestling. I hate to be cavalier about it, but I'm sorry. It's it's a very physical contact sport slash entertainment. It you know, and you can't blame the Styles Clash. You can't. There's, there's uh, people get hurt on moves all the time. I mean, people get hurt all the time on that silly slide through through the legs, right? When people hit the ropes, slide through the you know s- slide underneath and then hit you know. How many fucking broken ankles and legs are we talking about? Look Again, at the, uh, poor, poor Enzo Amore. I mean, look at that. He he goes into the turnbuckle, gets knocked out, then gets whipped into the into the ropes and whiplashes himself. For fuck's sake, people thought he was dead. People I, thought he was dead. I, I thought that was another pair of Aguayo. That's what I was. Yes. When I saw that, I'm like, oh no. Yes, this is this is a you know uh, the nature of what this is is scary, and the risks that these guys take is scary. You can't blame it on the Styles Clash. It's not the Styles Clash. Come on, it's not. Jeez. I do understand what he's saying, though, that the natural instinct is to tuck your head, and I, I guess instincts just took over at that point, even though they weren't supposed to for that particular maneuver, and hey, that's that's what happened. But- okay, that's his fault. That's his fault. 
not anybody given the move. You can't blame the move. It's his fault. He didn't he didn't do what he and he's saying he knew that he had to do it. Right. Who well, I mean I who don't I, again I feel terrible for the injury. I felt so sad for him when he was tweeting in the ho- you know, in the hotel, in the hospital. I felt horrible for the guy. You could tell that it was depressing for the guy. You could tell it was sad for the guy. He was really struggling with it. I mean, we talked to Kevin Kelly. He struggled with it. He still struggles with it. You can't blame the Styles Clash. You just can't. Well, regardless, I just thought that that was a uh, bit of interesting commentary there by um, Yoshitatsu. In that yeah. issue of Gong, and again, that was translated by uh, Chris Charlton. You can follow him on Twitter at ReasonJP. But uh, just to wrap up the uh, rest of this match here, so we saw Yoshitatsu tease the, uh, the the pedigree on Omega. Bucks give him a super kick, then Omega and the Bucks give him a big triple super kick, and Omega picks up the wind using the one winged angel. A lot and- of a lot of a lot of that. Cold spray stuff, Colin, right? Oh, yeah. that cold spray, cold, cold spray, freezing spray city. Um, and again, to me, a lot of those boos were ugh, boos. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit, boos. A lot, I, you know, it didn't feel like these were heel heat boos. These were fuck this shit boos. So, so they bring the most over thing in the match in the ring, which once again is the ladder, and they set Yoshitatsu up for the. Uh, they they tease the spike tombstone pile driver again. I think they do this in every Yoshitatsu match. They tease breaking the poor guy's neck again. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Omega was holding him, and the Bucks are climbing the ladder. But Tanahashi comes in, shoves the Bucks off the ladder, and um, this is where we get our setup for uh, Dominion. So. Tanahashi cuts a promo completely in English, challenging Kenny Omega for a rematch for the IC title. Listen, we know he spoke English, right? Yeah. Our our sounders, you know, he did a good job on those. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is right. And right? you can you can hear uh Tanahashi introduce the New Japan Bureau cast. But uh anyway, yeah, he challenges Omega for the match. Uh he gets the crowd to start chanting say yes. But Omega ultimately says no. And Omega cuts this promo and says that this is the first time we've ever communicated. I don't speak Japanese. That was good. I know you don't speak English. You know, obviously, Omega speaks fluent Japanese and Tanahashi can't speak English. You know, he just cut a promo in English. So that's pretty funny. The whole thing was in English, right? Yeah, yeah, uh... yeah. The entire promo that Tanahashi cut was in uh, English. Right. Meltzer had a good line. I did see this. where he um, says it was, you know, Tanahashi saying, just say yes, like it's a wedding. Uh, you yeah, know, like he's uh, a guy who just proposal. got engaged. <laughs> right. <laughs> he said yes. I thought that was funny. The whole spot should be sponsored by Zales or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Omega challenges him to a ladder match, and the two men climb both sides of the ladder and they shake on it. So it's looking like the co main event for Dominion is going to be a ladder match for the Intercontinental uh, Championship, a first in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, I said earlier, I'm equal parts um, excited and concerned for this match. I'm excited because I think that this is a great opportunity um, for these two guys. I, I, I know that they can have a great old-school dramatic ladder match, but... Ah, you just know that this is going to be filled with bullshit shenanigans with the Young Bucks coming in and all kinds of... 
setting up tables on the outside. I don't want to see that. I I, I want to see the ladder matches that I grew up watching, where it was two guys, you know, having a match with a ladder involved, and you know, the 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 drama of you know climbing up, and that's what I would like to see. But that is, I I don't think that's what we're gonna get. See, I, I'm I'm exactly like you, Colin, in the sense that, and I think you made a wonderful point that there are two different coin sides of the coin when it comes to these ladder matches. One, you have that car crash element where it's jam as many you know guys that are athletic and can do some really fun spots into a match and and do the car crash. I'm over it. Yeah, or you can have a, a match that can build. A great match with two guys and the the latter just being an extra element of the match. And I hope that they go that second round. And I and, and, and my heart and gut says that they are. Um, I think, uh, to me, and I could be dead wrong, but I think this is kind of one of these things that Tanahashi has, you know, can, can circle and say, you know, he, he, you know he's never done one, um, to my knowledge. This this might be one of those opportunities where it's like okay this might be a a cool thing where I can kind of spread my wings a little bit in a, in a match where you know I I would never be able to do something like this. Um, yes, though uh, the the same concerns that you have, trust me, I have those concerns too. I'm looking for a great match with the with the ladder being an extra component as opposed to the ladder once again being the focal point of this fucking match. Um, and it turning into that car crash. Right. I, I don't want to see broomsticks being shoved up people's assholes right. and garbage cans and tables. Just at least, at least not in my New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No. no not <laughs> outside of that realm. I'm kind, yeah. kind of into that. It might yeah, be cold. You know, I'd like to see that. Um, it's not for every demographic, but no, no, certainly not. Um, there are certain sites where you can really find the broomstick stuff. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you though, man. Uh, it's it's it is it is a uh, slippery slope, as they say, and it, it could. Uh, I don't want to. And, and here's the thing too, I've heard someone else say this, and 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 not necessarily that I agree with it, but it, it, is this an a a uh, example of ghetto? Maybe burning out a little bit maybe i don't want to say running out of ideas but running out of ideas and kind of going to this you know world that he hasn't necessarily uh dug that deep into again bullet club you know it's it's been around for a a few years and and it's very similar toast yeah the outside interference stuff it's dry as toast now but uh you know listen you can't discount what it was and you know, there was a lot of American styleness in there. Is is the is the ladder match though? Is is this an example of of ghetto just kind of like reaching, grasping at yeah, straws, peering and... out? Listen, being a booker, that's tough. That's that that's tough, man. Oh. There's a there's a lot of balls you're juggling, especially when you when you get to G one season. I don't know how that guy sleeps. Yeah. I mean, in, in any of these tournaments, and, and again, I don't know if any if, if like Liger is helping book the junior stuff. I don't think he is. Um, yeah, I mean, you get burned out, and you get burned out very quickly if you look at the history of professional wrestling. Um, he's had this book for a while. He's had this book for a long time, and again, the the heavyweights, you, you can't you can't knock what he's done. He's resurrected the company. 
You know, he has done, he has done a, a tremendous job. I I don't want to dis, dis, discount that, but there is a time and a place where you kind of see patterns in booking where it it it. I don't want to say lazy, but you just kind of, you know. I guess the easy example everyone can kind of point a finger to is like the dusty finishes, right? With, with Crockett, the way that it might have been hot in certain cities in certain times, but when you when you keep going to the well, it kind of burns out the city. Okay, maybe maybe it's a good example, maybe it's a bad example, but it's it is an example of a of a Booker that's kind of reached the end of his creativity, and I kind of feel like okay, we're going for this ladder match, and it is one element. But it, it, but if you stack up all these other different things that go along with it, the Los Ingobernables, Bullet Club, the constant interference, the the shenanigans, Kenny Omega on top, is this is this an example of 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 Ghetto kind of reaching for somebody else's ideas and trying to incorporate it here? I saw some comments on uh, various um, Facebook groups. A lot of people are are outraged quite frankly that there there is going to be a ladder match in yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um I'm not look, I I I think that it that it's cool that we're going to see the first ever ladder match in New Japan and you know like I said if they keep the shenanigans, you know, to a minimum and just let these two artists go out there and have the best match that they can, I think that this could be a uh, match of the year contender. However, um as far as ghetto uh his creativity drying up i think when we see at the point that we see like a a, a broomstick on a pole match then we can say all right this is right. i'm not saying we're gonna get russo-esque right you're right i agree but i mean is i'm not against trying this is what i'm trying to say i'm i'm, I'm not against you know why why not have a ladder match because with the talent that you have and the i just don't think you need it no you, you know don't I mean? need it but if like, why have it like what is what to me the ladder match if you look at when the the best ladder matches happened right so people kind of point their fingers to you know michaels and um ramon right as one of, as one of the defining moments to me that was also a moment where wwe was kind of i don't want to say at a low point, creativity wise, but it was, you know, it certainly wasn't a peak period for the WWE, right? Right. That whole. Yeah, that was in 1994. I mean, Yokozuna was the champion. I mean, do I like ladder matches in general? I, no, I think they're kind of played out. But, and again, this is a new thing for New Japan. I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's a. I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's you put peanut butter in my chocolate. You put chocolate in my peanut butter kind of thing. Where I don't necessarily know if I need this element in my new Japan. I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I need this. Um, I haven't had it before. I've I've been fine without it. In fact, I've been very happy without it. Do I need this? I don't know. Look, as long as I don't have a fucking bull rope match, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> Those things stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Steve terrible. Austin versus Savio Vega. <laughs> Dragging people to corners. <laughs> what the f- stupid. Um, well, as uh, as Kenny Omega said, um, welcome to American style. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 I know that comment. It fits his gimmick. It does. Right. No doubt. But I know. It's kind of like when Michael Cole starts saying New Japan, you know, and fucking everybody loses their mind. I, listen, I know there are a lot of people that lost their mind 
and 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 if, if that was the the uh, the reasoning behind it, it, it worked. What did he say the other day that he said like the IPWG <laughs> title? Michael Cole. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's you know whatever. AJ Styles is a former IPWG champion or something. He said. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, he was all excited. You know, he's he's got he's got a million things going on in that headset. He's got a seventy year old man barking orders in his in his ears. He's got plastic surgery jbl next to him you know it's you know that oh that fake smile that he does <laughs> oh i just hate him so much well damon we still have five matches here to get to this car so let's, go, uh, let's, go. let's get I feel, like, I feel like this podcast is going to go four hours and 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> let's get cracking here uh the next match for the iwgp tag team championships we saw tama tonga and tonga loa the gorillas of destiny uh, defeat GBH, Togi Makabe, and Tomo Aki Honma. I know that we really, really laid the boots to Tongaloa on uh, last week's podcast. I think one of our Twitter followers even said, you know, rightfully so. Um, look, it, I'm not going to say that this match was anything special. Uh, a part of me kind of uh, did enjoy it a little bit in their first match. And oh my God, I have to talk about one thing in this match that I, for some reason, it, this this was the funniest thing to me. I I burst out laughing. It just looks so funny. So, okay. So so Honma and Loa are on the outside fighting, right? Mm-hmm. They're in the aisleway, and the referee, you know, is counting, and Honma just starts booking for. It. He starts running, and before he gets to the ring, he closes the gate and that. he locks it, and Tonga Loa is just like. Jump so I, I I thought that was the most hysterical thing for for whatever reason it, it probably wasn't funny at all. No, it was funny because I could just picture like it was it Loa that yeah. was out there. I could just picture him being like that motherfucker locked the gate. I gotta jump over to sing. Yeah. Like, what am I? What oh am I my trip? god. Right, right. This, I can see him this match was 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 worth being on the card for that spot. I, I love that. Match. I did enjoy that as well. Um, look, to, uh, you're right. We did lay the boots to them. And rightfully so, because this match was poop. Yeah, this was um, a two-star match. Uh, you know, I and I can't pronounce. You know, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, Tangaloa. Even though okay. it's yeah. even Listen, though it's I, spelled Tangaroa, but we yeah. won't go off on that. I'm calling him Demolition Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Demolition Tonga and Demolition Shit. <laughs> um, oh God! And here's the thing. How about? Honma. How about Honma? Hon, hon, honma. Honma, Honma, whichever you prefer. <laughs> I, I say I say differently every sentence. Uh, he's had a real shit year. <laughs> yeah, he, he really has. <laughs> he I didn't has even realize it until you said it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. He's had a fucking... Um, uh, he has dropped like a fucking... Uh, a, after cheese party turd and he, and he had a great 2015 yes that was his he had, year he had a great 2014 yeah yeah uh, and he, now he's oh god him and Ma, i i i just want to see him and makabe kind of go their separate ways at this point too. me too oh he, thank, thank god it's almost g1 season that's that's all i could say yeah you said it because he needs something because Talk about just uh, a sinker of a year, a sinker and a stinker. And he's stuck in this tag team. And he had a decent match at the dome with, uh, you know, Gallows and Anderson. He had a d- 
decent match following it up again. Nothing great, but again. Uh, I would say those were good matches. Let's they, say they're good. Yeah, okay. I'll give you the good. I'll give you the good. Um, he's not had a great year. He has not had a great year. And this match, not great. Colin, I'm going to tell you a true story. True story so, with Damon McDonald. <laughs> right. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Um, we need a sounder for that. Um, so I'm sitting watching this match. And uh, it was quiet. Like, all you heard was their goofy music, G.O.D.'s, and nothing else in the crowd. <laughs> Nobody the gave crowd, a shit. The crowd was negative on the noise meter. There was nothing. There was not a peep. I heard somebody breathing in the 16th row. And I hear this, like, little subtle, very subtle. And I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And it kept going and going. And I'm like, and like my office is here. And like, so I have a bathroom. It kind of sits out on the side. And I'm like, there's something wrong with my fucking faucet. And it sounds like water stripping. And I'm looking around. I'm like, it's not raining, luckily, this week. This like week is nothing but rain, but it wasn't raining at this time. Oh, don't like, even get me started. Like, yeah, I was, I was like, is my roof leaking? Like, what the fuck? It sounds like. I'm like, what? This is... And I look, like, this is all in a matter of a couple of moments now. And I look in my bathroom and, like, because I could have sworn it was my faucet leaking. Nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, uh, when I walked back in the office, I'm right near the TV. It wasn't. It was them walking to the ring, and it was this very subtle beat in the music. Of the... <laughs> <laughs> That's how quiet it was for this fucking crowd. They couldn't have cared less it was brutal oh well let's be honest what what is there to sink your teeth into here uh, zilch zilcho there's nothing i mean look we saw the the finish uh tamatanga and tongaloa hit the the ddt which they they, they call they call that guerrilla warfare damon <laughs> they call this guerrilla warfare i feel like michael cole and uh they retain their uh tag team titles um I mean, what's what's next for Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa? Like, who are we going to see them, you know, face at Dominion? That was my fear, right? D didn't I sit here last week and say, okay, if they win, who's next? They got nobody. They they have no, – who's next? It's You know what it is? Uh, to me, it's got to be like a Ring of Honor guy, uh, set. It's yeah. the only, it's, those are the only people that I can see making any type of splash or headway or whatever. Wait, so wait, uh, I know this is a stupid question, and but the, the belts have changed so many times. Who's the never champs, the six-man? The never six-man champs are the elite. Okay, so they they have the belts. Okay, so maybe right. Tanahashi... Well, no, Tanahashi's going for uh, the ladder match. Yeah, right, he's going for the IC title, so, you know... Elgin, Elgin Yat, uh, uh, Yoshi Tatsu? Uh, may, look, that, that doesn't sound very attractive to me. No, I'll be honest. Not at all. Um, who? Who? Tenkozi. Oh, Are we going to go down that road? Are we going down that road again, Colin? I think we might be. Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know, again, it's 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 really look. If you want to west, if if you want to continue this theme of westernizing the 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 uh, the product, how about we? You know, do a, a a title unification here. The the undisputed IWGP Tag Team Champions. Just make them open weight, and you know, yeah. you're, I don't want to see your problems solved. But what a fucking what an absolute in 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 a in a period where this company is is really smoking. 
what an absolute train wreck. What an absolute dumpster fire this this heavyweight tag division is. Con, I'm sitting here, and I'm going through the roster thinking, what two random schmoes can we put together to 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 challenge Gorillas of Destiny? And and I, one, I can't really even think of one, so it's literally going to be Fire Pro Wrestling randomized. Boop, boop. But nothing, nothing. I, I can't think of one potential matchup that even gets me remotely excited. Can we stick like Yano with somebody? Like- Dude, Yano, this is how bad Noah's gotten. So we all know Yano, Toro Yano. And we know the, the pecking order he is in New Japan. You know he, him and Marafuji just won Noah's uh, annual tag uh, championship, tag league championship. I do not follow Noah, so I did not know that. Yeah, so imagine that. Imagine how uh, just this crazy Noah's. We don't talk a lot about Noah here. Um, and, you know, I know you don't watch a lot. I watch a, a, a bit just because it's gotten to the point where it's just like, oh, my God. The 2000s yeah, they, they won- I used to. Yeah, they beat, they beat um, KES in the finals. Wow. I mean, again, the, you know the pecking order of uh, – like I'm sure there are people literally driving – listening to this on their way to work or what have you and literally have crashed into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But... <laughs> with, with the knowledge of Tor Yano winning a, a, a tag tournament. Like he, I mean, listen, he was a never six-man tag champs. I get that. But the first know ever, the Damon. I understand. I understand. With the Briscoes. Yes. Um, two-time, right? Yeah, two-time champions. <laughs> two-time. So so what am I talking about? Um, but we listen, we all know the pecking order of Tor Yano. Yeah, he won he him and Marafuji, um, which was again kind of laughable. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Poor Noah. Um, there you go. So the Gorillas of Destiny retain their titles, and we'll see maybe, what happens next. Maybe they maybe that's your challengers. Maybe a Giano and uh, and Marafuji. Would that would that excite you at all? Not really. Me neither. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Not really. I'll tell you what would ex- would 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 excite me. I think that these guys can have a good match with KES if they would come back to New Japan. I wish they would. Yeah. God, we once once again. I love uh, Harry and um, Lance. <laughs> yeah, first name basis, huh? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. That, that, I I might I might like that. I might like that, but pff, I can't think of anything that would excite me. I wonder. Give us your feedback. What would excite you? Give me. Give us. Um, a potential matchup that would excite you for for Gorillas of Destiny moving forward. I'd be I'd be curious to see. Yeah, please tweet us at Purocast or uh, post on our Facebook. Um, so after this, we saw a Best of the Super Juniors 23 video package where they announced both blocks. We're gonna get into that in uh, just a bit. But next came the shocker of the night for the Never Open Weight Championship. We saw Yuji Nagata at 48 years of age defeat. Katsuyori Shibata for the title and become the new Never Champion. Damon, your thoughts on this? Let me tell you something. To me, and 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 I knew he was up there, right? I knew he was uh, up there in age. But when you put the number to the accomplishment, forty-eight years old, Colin, he arguably, he arguably was performer of the night. I think Yuji Nagata did a fucking tremendous job who and i said you know he's going to be up for this match he's 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 going to be you know you know he's, he's going to want to perform well the man is 48 years old uh, there's only so much physically you can ask of him i enjoyed this match thoroughly i was shocked by the finish 
uh, Nagami uh, going crazy at ringside with his Blue Justice T-shirt literally added so much more juice to this match. I love this match, Colin. I really enjoyed it. Was it, you know, you know, we, we're not talking match of the year. We're probably not even talking match of the month. But there were so many little tiny nuggets in there. I enjoyed this thoroughly. Yeah, this was a great uh, hard-hitting match. And we saw Yuji Nagata win clean with the penalty kick and his bridging back suplex finisher. And as you uh, said earlier, uh, Nagami just goes batshit crazy when uh, Yuji Nagata won. And, um, well, it was I, great. I, I love that. You know, for, well, first of all, you know, I think that this is uh, well-deserved for Yuji Nagata. I think that sometimes we're, we forget that he is a legend in the business. And not only that, but this saves us from the inevitable Shibata <laughs> versus Nakanishi match. So I think yeah. it's a win-win. I think you're right, actually. Um, good call on that one. That is that is an extra little bonus for us there. Nice. Um, I, I really liked the match, Con. I thought it was, uh, uh, you know, hard-hitting, fun. Yuji Nagata did better than I even thought he would. Um, w- well done. I, I, I mean, what, what else can I say? I, I enjoy. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I will say this. So speaking of Nakanishi, uh, and again, hearkening back to this calendar that I have with all these different events, and uh, we talked offline about uh, you know our schedules and and. Uh, you know, kind of what New Japan has. And again, I can, we kind of talked a little, little bit about the different networks airing what in, in the best of the Super Junior. And, and we'll cover that in a second, guys. Um, there is a little nugget that I saw coming up on May 12th. And I don't know what this is. So, so please, if someone can help me with translations or what have you. But on the 12th, on Ashai, you know, 2... Uh, you know that Japanese network A S A H I. I think it's a Sai. A Okay. Um, it's a program that is called Nakanishi Land. That that sounds amazing. <laughs> Nakanishi Land, and apparently it is some type of like quiz show or variety show or something along those lines involving. Nakanishi. Okay, I need to see. Is, is Real Hero gonna upload this? <laughs> I need. Yeah, I need the, the this Real Hero team. I need the, the Morton VHs of the world. The uh, uh, new uh, the uh, New Japan Gaijin Eric. Uh, I need. I need this to be done. We'll uh, review yeah. this. I'll review it. I'll, I gotta see it. I, I got. I gotta see this uh, again. I have it on my calendar. For the twelfth, May, and I think they have replays throughout the month. But somebody's got to get this shit up for everybody to see. I, I can't record shit like I'm like I haven't I haven't figured that out yet. So bear with me on that. Uh, so it ain't gonna be me. But one of these guys, one of these puro drop wizards, they gotta they gotta get this out for the for the masses. Nakanishi Land, kids, that is going to be amazing. <laughs> wow. So. We'll, we'll we'll keep you updated on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? If that's like a talent show or ah, the, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> I can't wait. I'd like to see like an American Idol Idol style or like the Voice style competition yeah, with Hanma. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Every gravelly voice, you know, they should get Tenru back. <laughs> yeah, every, sure. They could wonderful. be the judges, like Hanma, Tenru. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That would be wonderful. Uh, but okay, so there you go. So uh, yes, Nagato is your new never champion. Um, I, I like it. I'm I'm fine with this. Well, a okay. I shocking. I didn't expect it, but 
Thumbs up. All right, so the next match, I know you were looking forward to this one, Damon. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, we saw Jushin Thunder Liger challenge the champion, Kushida. And before we get into the match, I just have to say how awesome it was. Um, first of all, the, the the video package, New Japan's video packages are always stellar. And I love how when they showed Liger, there was a giant Godzilla action figure behind him. Yeah, he's, just a, huge, wanna... <laughs> he's a huge Godzilla, Mark. Like He loves Godzilla. Um, if you look, there's a couple other interviews. I think I'm gathering that's his house, or um, yeah, he he loves Godzilla. He really does. You know, seriously, you want to get in, in Liger's good graces if you're seeing him in the, the Chicago t- tonight, or well, you're not going to hear this. But you know, if you're going to the Toronto show or New York, get him get him a Godzilla thing. He'll, the next time I see that guy, I'm gonna I, I I'm really curious to hear what his thoughts were on the American Godzilla with Brian Cranston that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, maybe we'll have a, a sit down with Jushin Liger talking about. We could do a whole like, Godzilla podcast with Liger. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I don't know anything about Godzilla though. I only I know a little bit like with the like the early seventies. You know, it looks like Kaiju Big Battle. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. That's about the, as far as I. Go. I didn't see any like the modern ones. Um, nah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, we're talking Liger-Kushida, uh, right? Yeah, Liger-Kushida. So uh, I think that this was a great match. Uh, we saw Kushida retain. I know, Damon, you might be a little bit disappointed by that. but eh, You know, listen, I, I, I would have liked to have seen that. Um, I, I will say this. With Nagata winning, it kind of spelled out to me that Liger wasn't going to win. Um, but what a fucking match, man. Oh, you know, we talk about the 40-something-year-old Nagata. How about the 50-something-year-old Liger? Yeah, 51 years of age is Jushin Thunder Liger. And how about, I, I, and I hope that this is going to be a reoccurring thing here, um, they played Jushin Thunder Liger's actual theme. They didn't dub over it on NJPW World. I noticed that, too. I don't know I don't know what the story is there. I popped huge for that. that. Yeah? That's, yeah. That's, that, that's probably my favorite theme in all of pro wrestling Yeah. ever. Okay. I, I love I'm that theme. I'm a huge theme. fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, the match itself was great, man. Uh, you know, I saw Meltzer gave it a four. I'm in the fours. Um, I don't think I would go any higher than that. But this, but again, a, a, a solid four star match. He delivers once again at 51 years old. And here's Kushida again. How great is fucking Kushida? Let me answer that question for you. You don't have to answer it. He's great. What a talent. Just, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Yes, there were some minor quibbles, quibbles about selling of the leg. And that, I don't give a shit about. I, I, the match was, to me, it was really they need to solid. slow down a hair and sell more. <laughs> they need better lighting. Um, I love the match. I love the match. I, I, I wish, actually, it was a little bit longer. I thought it was a little short. Yeah, it did seem um, to go by pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah, maybe it was me, but I don't, I don't, I don't have an exact time. It was fourteen minutes and thirty-seven seconds, huh? Which is a pretty decent amount of time. Really, yeah, but. it is. Yeah, but it did go by quick. I felt. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen like a twenty-minute match between these two. Um, yeah, we saw some great things in this match. Of course, we saw Liger do the surfboard on Kushida, and how about that that uh, brainbuster on the outside on the yeah. entranceway? Yeah, there's one thing that that I want to point out with Kushida is that. You know, you get these road to shows and you get some of these house shows and, and you know, you're 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 allowing Liger to perform these maneuvers um, on, you know, but you're not really going all out like like Kushida when he was in that Romero stretch, he really got in it. like like he really 
you know, arched his back and he really, uh, you know, sat up on that surfboard for a long time. And I don't know. I think, like I said, Kushida really went all out on this match and it, and it showed in the little tiny things like that, like that I noticed that he really put in that extra effort um, to really have Liger, to make sure Liger looks strong. Right. And I think that was important. I think, I think a lot of this match, we, I, I can sit here and, and, and stroke my chain for Liger all day long. But at the end of the day, when you look at this match, Liger did a great job, a tremendous job. He held his own, but this was Kushida making Liger look even better than he already is. And like, if, if I'm giving credits out, I got to give a little bit more credit to Kushida because he went out of his way to make sure that Liger looked super strong. I, I, I was happy with the match. Would I have loved to have seen Liger take the belt? Yeah, of course. But, you know, we, we knew that wasn't going to happen. It was more of me wishing and, and kind of, you know, giving him one more pop. This was a great match. It was, it was everything that I expected. Well done by both guys. And again, Kushida, especially for making Liger look super strong. Well done. My favorite part was when uh, Kushida went for the moonsault, but Liger got the knees up and then uh, put Kushida in the in the uh, Kimura, the hoverboard mm-hmm. block. I thought that was really cool. Um, ultimately, at the end, uh, we saw Liger. Well, first of all, Liger, uh, how about him busting out the Frankensteiner off the top rope? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, you know, it's a big match, singles match. He's going to... He's gonna, He's gonna whip out a lot. Uh, you're not gonna see a, see a shooting star press, but he's gonna do everything and he as you know everything he can to kind of put on a performance. He did. Yeah. So Kushida gets him in the hoverboard lock. Liger tries to get to the ropes, but Kushida rolls him to the other side, and uh, we saw him kind of bend the fingers back. It almost reminded me of that uh, Suzuki Styles match from uh, the G1 mm. in, back in 2014, and uh, Liger taps out, and at the end, both guys. Uh, bow to each other, big hug, and yeah, just a great uh, four-star match. Something I'll be going back to rewatch. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, May is early, so I don't know if we we throw this in, but I think I think this might be one of those matches that's at the very least in the conversation when it comes to match of the month. I, I enjoyed it that much. Is it going to win? Eh, hard to say right now. I doubt it. I doubt it. I, but let's put it this way. I don't think uh, I think the main event beats this match for match quality, but um, thoroughly enjoyed it. If you're a Liger fan, you know, just add it to the collection. If you're a Kushida fan, uh, add it to the collection too. Great stuff. So here I am sitting, expecting to see Okada versus Sonata when Evil's music hits. And I forgot Damon, to. All, I I gotta be honest with you. I completely forgot that this match was on the card. How how sad is that? And it, it wasn't. A bad match at all. It was a good match. Um, we saw Evil go over Goto here, you know, just cleanly. And I don't think at this point that there is necessarily any uh, any storyline going on with Goto. You know, the 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 depressed Goto trying to get his groove back. I think we're past that. I think that Goto is now just Chief J. Uh, yeah, he's Chief J in it right now. Y- yeah. Yeah, he's 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 lost right now. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how he recovers from this. I don't know what this means. I know that they 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 made him a member of Chaos, and that was really the answer to this. And I, I don't know if this story goes anywhere else aside from he is the gatekeeper 
to to next level stars. Damon, think about it. A year ago at this time, you were there watching confetti fall from the ceiling as Goto defeated Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title. You were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a year is a long time. And now and, here, here he is doing doing jobs to evil. And you know, I don't want to disc- discredit evil, but yeah, and, and rather quickly. This match wasn't ten minutes, was it? This match was all. It was nine minutes and fifty three seconds. Okay, all right. So uh, an ass hair short. Okay, still, uh, it, it, uh, to me, this wasn't. And and here's the thing: the match itself was a l- a little disappointing, right? I think we. I, I don't. I don't have it as a four. Do you? No, I. Honestly, I would give this one like a, a two and a half, three. Really? Okay, that low. Well, I don't think it was that bad. Uh, no, it, it wasn't bad. It was just, it was just kind of lot. Like I said, I forgot that it was even on the card, and what I saw was just like, it was just there for me. It was kind of, it was almost quizzical. Like, wow, Goto yeah. just, you know, taking Evil's finisher, one, two, three, and that's it. Like, where, where are we? Where are we headed here? What's, what's going on in 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 Hiroki Goto Land? Yeah, um, I mean, maybe we see him kind of find a tag. Maybe, well, okay. Now, I think that you're going to. I think tradition would say that you know Nagata Shibata kind of uh, um, get a rematch. You know, you're going to see that match again. That is scheduled, once. right? So you're going to see that, but maybe down the line, it's a. Well, no. I mean, you would think it would be a chaos member, wouldn't it? If Goto's in chaos. It had right. to be Goto and somebody because I was going to suggest Goto and Shibata. Maybe that's maybe that's a few down the line. I don't know. Goto well, is again. Goto is is literally right now in full fledged Chief J Goto mode. Full yeah. fledged. Full fledged. The, the gatekeeper holding it down. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's a uh, uh, that could be a good spot. I don't think he's happy with that spot. You think he's happy with that spot? No, he he doesn't look happy. Like he I really can, doesn't. I can almost feel the vibes coming off of him through my television screen. Like, yeah, maybe him and Ryback should form a union. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I am all for that. <laughs> Goto, the uh, the the mid card showstopper. The card showstopper. He needs he needs a weight belt. Yeah. Um, look, he's in a bad spot right now, and I and I said it last week. You know, he feels to me like he's in a position where Naito was a few years ago, where he's just kind of spinning his wheels. The fans are having trouble getting behind him. He's, you know, gatekeeper to the stars, and he's there's a certain level he can't crash through. And again, not everybody's going to be a star. I get that, but Goto is in a in a real weird spot right now, going into this summer. He, you know, to me, he's got jobber to the stars in this G1 written all over him. Yeah, and 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 isn't that sad? Like last I think I think about last year's G1, he beat Okada, he beat uh who else did he beat? I feel like there was one other big victory that he that he got. Elgin, right? Yeah, yeah, he had a lot yep. of big victories in the G1 last year and now, you know, like you said, he's he's going to be taking a lot of pinfalls. I I that's 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 what I feel. I mean, again, there's got to be people that lose in this thing. Uh, Tongaloa. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's where that's where Goda gets a win right there if, if they're in the same bracket. Yeah. Um, 
Wouldn't that be something if Tongaloa beat Godo? <laughs> if Tongaloa beats Godo, if it, well, first of all, they got to be in the same you know block, right? If that happens, oh boy, yeah, I th- I think I think I think we should give him Ryback's number. <laughs> <laughs> they can start their own promotion in Japan, the the forty second Japan uh, Tokyo based promotion. Well, you know, all 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 of the the income in wrestling is going to the top one percent. So, <laughs> damn it, we need some we need some uh, distribution of wealth in pro yeah. wrestling here. Go to going to bring out his one loss record. <laughs> I've been losing all the time. I'm a, I'm a star. Uh, I, I, not to not to get off on a tangent, but that Ryback thing that that is a whew, that's a weak argument to fucking stand on. That's amazing. your your win loss record. Oh boy. Well. Anyway, uh, we'll see what happens there with poor Goto. But uh, speak, speaking of stars, um, this next match, Kazushka, Kazushka Okada uh, versus Seiya Sonata. I think last week, Damon, I was telling you I haven't seen much of Sonata. And, and you said that I was going to turn into a fan. And I got news for you. I was very impressed with what I saw from him. I thought that this was a very good match. Sonata is certainly a big athletic guy. And I look forward to seeing more of his work. Yeah, um, good. Uh, that's good to hear. I was I was kind of curious. To, I did I didn't hear any feedback. I didn't get the usual text message, uh, you know, pro- proclaiming your newfound loves. Um, so I was a little worried. I, I was a little worried. I was uh, saving it for the bureaucast. Uh, see, that's why I don't tweet. People are like, "Why don't you, you know, you give you know reaction to shows when you watch?" Or I was like, "Cause I know." Because what? Because 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 every week I sit here and I say, "What the fuck am I going to talk about?" <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's without me hitting the fucking Twitter machine. Uh, you know, I gotta I gotta save this shit. I gotta I gotta hold on to this stuff for a week. Um, yeah, I thought this was a good match. Um, uh, good, great performances by both guys. Um, strong performances by both guys. I think even with the loss. Um, um, he comes out of this looking still pretty strong. I don't think there was any luster or shine taken off. Um, it, this obviously is about building for Okada at Dominion against Naito. But yeah, we saw Sonata hit a lot of big spots in this match. I mean, between the the pile driver on the outside, um, he did he did like a springboard drop kick, and then he did like an Undertaker esque suicide dive to the outside, like clearing the top ropes. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, hopefully this this gets people juiced up for him for Sonata. Uh, Sonata, I say Sonata. Sonata. It's Tiger. Say Sonata. I am the worst at names. I really am. Um, anywho, it's. Uh, I hope this kind of helps people kind of rewatch some older stuff from him. It. 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 He's good. He's. Re- I think he's really good. And this. This was probably his his biggest match to date. I bet you there were, were plenty of butterflies. I bet you there was a little nervousness. No doubt. First time working with Okada. To me, I, I like the way they gel. I think they're a nice. They're good dance partners. Again, this is Okada, mind you, who could you know wrestle that broomstick if you will uh but i i I like i like their their connection i'm going to see more from them Uh, unfortunately we won't but i'd like to see more from them uh well i wouldn't say that i mean suppose they're in the same uh block for the g1 yeah i mean i mean i'm not saying you're not going to ever see it again but you know in the direction that they look to be building toward it's that would be really the lone opportunity for the for the you know foreseeable future 
And Sonata is still a young guy. He's 28 years old only. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that he has a bright future here in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But uh, at the end of this match, we saw Okada hit the Tombstone Piledriver. Rainmaker for the win. Clean in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. So, uh, there you go. Yeah. In some ways, that is a little bit shocking to me. In some ways. I mean, it's the guy's first match, right? He's jobbing right out the gate. Okay. I didn't expect anything different, I'll be honest. I I didn't know. You know, I I really didn't know. I didn't think it was going to be. Uh, yeah, I guess I you know I guess well I don't know what the fuck I was expecting, but yeah. At I least mean, there what, was no mist. There wasn't a mist to be found, which was nice. That was a pleasant surprise. Yes. So speaking of mist, finally we arrive at mm. the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Uh, Tetsuya Naito making his first title defense against Tomohiro Ishii in what was, like I said earlier, a stellar 30-minute match. Um, let's talk about this video package uh, before the match. I, I must say, Ishii looked uh, very schnazzy in that suit and those glasses. Wouldn't you like say so? Pimp. He looked like a he looked like, yeah. he looked like a muscle at some uh, whorehouse. That's yeah, what he right? looked like. Yeah, he looked like the guy that you don't want to cross. You Make sure you pay that girl. You know, walking out of there without leaving a big tip. Um not that I would know any of these people or what they would look like or anything like that, but you know, just saying, uh, stereotype. And you're you're not a movie guy either, so you don't you don't even know from film. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'll change the subject real quick, Colin. <laughs> no, kidding, of course. Um, yeah, the video packages. That's always they always do good video packages. They're the best in the business, in my I, opinion. So I like them much more than than anything the WWE does. Maybe I we're really biased, do. but. Maybe we are, but I, I do enjoy them. I don't even know what the fuck they're saying, but I think they're better. <laughs> you know, what does that say? Um, just from a pure cinematography point of view. Um, again, we, we, we opened the show with this, uh, our podcast with this. It, this match was tremendous, and I think it could have been so much better without the silly bullshit that occurred during this match. Again, the points that I want to bring up. One, there were plenty of spots in the beginning of this match where Okada looked like an absolute boob. He looked, and, and so did Ghetto. Both of them looked like absolute boobs. Wouldn't the point be, why don't we, we want to get that out of the way first, that, okay, here's Bushi, here's, here's, here's uh, Evil, they're at ringside, they're causing all this horse shit, we're having none of it, that's why we came out with Ishii, we're protecting our friend, we're, we're in this together. We're going to eliminate that threat. Make that happen early. It's well, that's what like I didn't understand because, okay, I, I, I was relieved when I saw Ishii come out with Okada and uh, Ghetto. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're going to see them get rid of Bushi and Evil really quick here. But like you said, it took them 20 minutes. Like, come on, guys. What? <laughs> right. What are you waiting for? Were you just like, <laughs> you know – Willing your uh, uh, chaos brethren on and saying like, oh, he's he's he can overcome these obstacles on his own. We don't, we don't even need to, to intervene. Then why be there, right? Then again, you just make yourself look like a total schmo. Just to enjoy the match, I guess. Yeah, you know, good seat. You know, I understand. Um, so I thought that was silliness. That was just silliness. The second thing was, again, Colin, how much missed a ball shot, right? Uh, what, what else do we have? Just so, so yeah, Naito much. Just th throwing Ishii into Red Shoes. Red Shoes has been getting the piss beat out of him for way too long now, and I think it, he's he's going to reach a breaking point. 
I mean, I get the fact that this is the main event of the show, and if we're kayfabing it, uh, you know, maybe Red Shoes is saying to himself, listen, I'm going to really be, it's kind of like playoff hockey, if anybody gets the analogy, where they're going to let the players play, you know, where what might be a penalty in uh, regular season play in the middle of February, you know, it's going to we're going to turn a blind eye just for because it's playoff hockey and the stakes are higher and 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 it means more and and people are playing at a little bit more of a higher higher level and you know we're going to we're going to let them play this was this was ridiculous this this it was just ridiculous i, I i'm sorry I, I there's no other words i can use to describe that element of the match this match after that was all done, after that was all said and done, all that stuff that, to me, was absolutely not even needed. You didn't even need to do any of that stuff to build toward the last moments of this match. You know, the last five minutes, last eight minutes. Yeah. It was. It would have made this match so much more enjoyable. It would have made this match so much better. And that's saying something on a match which was already great. Over four stars for me, over four stars for Colin, over four stars for Meltzer. Other places, I believe the Voices guys gave it over four. All around the world, I'm saying over four. Imagine if it didn't have this shit. And the shit that occurred added nothing. Let me repeat that. Added nothing. It took away from the match. I can't remember if their uh, their match at the New Japan Cup had this level of interference or not. And that was also a great match. And you know what? I kind of have to go back. I have to watch both of them again because at this point, I'm not sure which one I like better. The New Japan Cup match that these two had or this one. Um, both of them were great matches. And I remember saying after the New Japan Cup, I remember, you You remember, I was texting you raving saying, Damon, you got to check out this Naito Ishii match if you haven't seen it already. It's, you know... Uh, four and a half stars so i'm not sure which one uh i'm gonna put in uh contention for uh match of the year here but um yeah this you know easily four and a half stars here and i think once we get to december here on the on the pudu cast and we're doing our year end awards and we come to that category of uh wrestler of the year not only is tetsuya naito going to be um one of the nominees but Come on, Tomohiro Ishii. I mean, it is uh it's May now and from from January on, this guy has just been kicking some major ass here in the ring. I agree. Ishii's had a spectacular year. It's May. Spectacular so far. Now again, every year we at least I do and 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 the wrestling community does this, you know, we get to this midway point and it's like you know, last year it was Abushi, right? Year before that it was Ricochet. We we were talking about, oh, what a fucking year these guys are having. Wrestlers of the year, easily, you know, you know, arguably. And then they peter out. The thing about Ishii is this: I don't see him petering out. I, I really don't. I I don't see him petering out because he only has one style, <laughs> and that's it. Um, so yeah, I think I think you absolutely have. A point in the sense of come December, we're going to be talking about Ishii. Now, your your first point, which one did you like better? I like New Japan Cup better. 
I like New Japan Cup better. Um, and again, but that's, that's saying something because I thought this match was very good, even with the shit that we saw. I, I like New Japan Cup better. Yeah, you know what? I want to get our listeners' take on that. Tweet us at PureCast. Yeah. Which one did you like better, the New Japan Cup or this one? I'm I'm not sure at this point. I have to rewatch both of them. But um, as far as this one goes, I'll just take you um, through like the closing moments of it. So we saw Naito uh, do a spine buster, and he goes for the Destino, but Ishii blocks that and uh, dropped Naito on his knee. Uh, Ishii did this uh, just a brutal-looking reverse brain buster. Um, Naito kicks out of that. Uh, he makes his comeback, uh, hits the... Uh, it's a brain buster again. Uh, Naito uses a series of elbows and slaps and like a flying forearm. Hits the Destino for the pin. And then after this match, Kazuchika Okada gets in the ring, confronts Naito. They don't cut any promos. They just kind of, you know, stare at each other. And uh, Okada leaves the ring. And then, oh, poor Red Shoes. So after Okada leaves, Red, Shoe goes, Red Shoes, he goes to hand uh, Naito the... Uh, the prestigious IWGP heavyweight title, and we think Naito is going to take it, but oh, he tosses it into the air like a piece of shit, lands on the ground. Bushi. You toss pieces of shit in the air? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> Bushi blows the red mist in Red Shoe's eyes. Uh, yeah, this this was the third time that poor Red Shoes gets. Just the, the, the shit kicked out of him in this he, match. Yeah, he again. We talk about looking like a boob. He looked like a boob. But the one, two things I want to make mention. One, you know, with with Naito tossing this belt around, you know, maybe it means this time I get to hold the heavyweight championship. You know, when I get my picture taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe because because yeah. I couldn't do it with Okada. You want to let me fucking hold the belt? Ishii let you hold the ROH title. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he was like, he literally goes, "You hold." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe that will happen. Uh, I can get my my mark picture. Um, two. So this was a New Japan World show, but it was also a um, the TV Asai uh, network was broadcasting the show. Maybe that's so, why we heard Liger's music, by the way. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Um, so this was broadcasted live on, like, you know, it, I would say a decent network, you know, um, in Japan, live. Big deal. Nice. It was on the USA network here. <laughs> right after Crisley Knows Best. I hate that fucker. Oh, I hate that <laughs> show. Anyway, um, so um, did you know that because the show went so long, they cut out before the before the finish of the main event. Really? Yeah. Wow. They pulled they pulled the Halloween havoc. They did. They <laughs> they they went. There's it, there's a you'll know on the New Japan feed when it happens that, that you'll see like a little TV. I shout out. Oh, like that that's what graphic. that was. Okay. Yeah 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 yeah. Down the bottom, that was them saying toodaloo. Good night, everyone. Oh my god. That. Yeah. Yeah, imagine watching that and 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 looking at the clock and kind of knowing, oh my god, this thing better wrap up and it goes yeah, to we're out. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're on a soap opera. We're on Grizzly. We're on the chat. What is it? Grizzly? Yeah, it's Grizzly knows best. We got the Japanese Grizzly knows best on this. We have uh, Bones or uh, what's on the USA Network? <laughs> CSI. CSI is before. What's on after though? Oh, I forget. Who knows? I like the one with the hot goth chick, whatever her name is. Is that the CSI one? Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. You like that look, do you? Uh, I don't know. If that, I I I like a lot. 
You do. You really not. I'm not prejudiced. I no. No. If, if they have a pulse and <laughs> I was well, say, I was gonna say something gross. <laughs> Never mind. Even because even that's debatable at this point. <laughs> Never. Don't 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 force me to do a ton of editing, Damon. Please, I've got a busy I've got oh, a no. busy Sunday ahead of me. I really do. I got a movie to watch, uh, which is <laughs> rare for me. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, so they they cut out. They they bailed out right and right before the main event. Right before the main event finish, probably about three minutes left to go in the match. Damn. Yeah, yeah that was pretty pretty crazy. Okay, so there you go. All right, so Naito, uh, he, he gave some interesting comments after this match, and uh, I'm gonna read some of these comments here. I think that they're. Uh, uh, very entertaining as always. So, Naito says. So, judging by last night, it seems Okada's challenging next. I don't have the stroke to decide, but tell me this: Is it just that the first person out after a title match gets the challenge? <laughs> and he, he, he continues here. He says, "From the first round of the New Japan Cup, I've beaten six Chaos members in a row. How many more times? And Okada gets a second shot." Evil beat Goto. Why not him? If I could choose, I'd pick Captain New Japan. I mean, yeah. I would like that eleven defense streak record. <laughs> uh, again, uh, we said it before. Those interviews are gold from Naito. It does add an extra layer of. Uh, all right. And there's yeah. one more here. There's one more. Uh, all right. He says, "I'll take on Okada on the condition that Kadani is there, front row, to see his wunderkind beaten." Wow. All right, Naito laying the flames, shooting flames, something flames, verb flames. Um, He's my guy right now. I love his interviews. Yeah, th- those little things are go- are gold. Uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. So uh, it is looking like we have three matches now announced for D- for for Dominion. Of course, uh, Naito. Uh, in the rematch against Okada for the IWGP title. And we have the ladder match with uh, Kenny Omega defending against, against Hiroshi Tanahashi and another rematch for the never open weight title with Shibata uh, challenging the new never open weight champion, Yuji Nagata. So okay. uh, some early matches there. But before that, of course, we have got the best of the Super Juniors 23 coming up. And uh, why don't we go over um, both blocks here and uh, we can go over some of the early matches um, that are going to be in the in the early shows. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, you have the blocks, but I, I will say this. I kind of called out certain matches that I'm kind of looking forward to on specific wrestlers. So uh, we'll go over that. So why don't you go over the blocks, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, the matches themselves. All right, so here we go. The A block has, of course, the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Kushida, Ryusuke Taguchi, Kyle O'Reilly, Matt Seidel, Rocky Romero, Ghetto, and Matt Jackson. That's your A block. Now here's mm-hmm. your B block. B block is Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Bobby Fish, Trent Beretta, Nick Jackson, Ricochet, Volador Jr., and Will Ospreay. That's a fucking nice B block right there. It is indeed. Um, I think that some people might be a bit surprised that there's no Kamaitachi or Dragon Lee, but I have a feeling it's a pretty safe bet we're going to see them in the Super J Cup, I would think, at least. I would hope um, Kamei Tachi's uh, Ring of Honor. He's, yeah, he's, that's right. He's, do, he's doing a lot more dates for Ring of Honor, so that's great news for us here in the states. Uh, we got Jay White, right? That's coming in uh, maybe at the end of the summer. Is that it? Is that the, the estimated date for Jay? Yeah, uh, I, I think so. Okay, so midsummer, maybe late summer. So that's also good news for us here in the states. So, yeah, nice. Um, 
So what I did was I kind of I wanted to see Osprey, and and uh, I got to give a special shout out. So there's a a, a gentleman that that is a is a must follow if you, if you are uh, into the pro graps, which of course if you aren't, why the hell are you listening to this? For us, uh, of course. Oh well, thank you. Our witty banter. Yeah, uh, it's at Morton VH. You can follow him at M O R T E N V H. So the reason why I say this is that he, aside from all the awesome stuff, he helps out the real real hero guys. Um, with with a lot of the puro drops, so awesome job there. Um, he works full time. I don't know how he finds the time to do all this, but awesome job. He recently had uh, some shoulder shit go on, um, in a lot of pain apparently, according to some tweets. So um, I've had some shoulder shit happen. That's so uncomfortable. You can't sleep. Fucking sucks. So uh, wish him well there. But the main reason is is he made this little um, spreadsheet for these blocks and the matches that are, are occurring. Um, so he did a real good job kind of spelling out and, and, and picturing, you know, these great matchups for this tournament. So go follow him on Twitter. It's there. We retweeted it. But anyway, Osprey is the guy I wanted to see, right? I think everybody does too in the, in the matchups. So May 22nd, he's got Nick Jackson. Yep. May 24th, he's got uh, Beretta, who I don't believe is Trent anymore, by the way. Anything that I see is just Beretta. So Is he like Cesaro? I think so. <laughs> or Bono. Um, or Cher. Um, 27th, this is a New Japan show, by the way. Uh, New Japan World, by the way, uh, show. May 27th, that's Ricochet. Ah, a, a rematch from WrestleMania weekend, actually. Yes, yeah. So that's one I'm sure people are all amped up for, me included. So Osprey Ricochet two, May twenty seventh. Uh, that will be New Japan World. Uh, June second, he's got Bobby Fish. That should be a real good match. Yeah, it should be a hell of a match. June fifth, he's got Liger, and then June sixth, he wraps it up with Volador Junior. I'm looking that's- forward probably to, to to the Liger match the most, to be honest with you, just because I'm. So, so curious about how that's going to look. Uh, I got to be honest with you. It's Ricochet, Bobby Fish, those, and, and even Volador. That that they, those three are probably. And 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 again, I'm not hand waving any of these. Fuck. I mean, him and Nick Jackson should be great. Him and uh, Brett. I mean, this is a great. This that's going to be a great week. That's going to be a great week. Yeah, this, um, this is this is like the year of the juniors here in New Japan. It's yeah, we're, we're going to see some some stellar uh, productions going on. Yeah, so. Again, that 27th is New Japan World. Ricochet in that same block on the 27th, again, against Osprey. But also June 5th, you want to you know, kind of go out of your way to try and find. That's that's against Volador Jr. That should be really good. Uh, those two guys can fly. In the B blocks, some of the ones that I have circled uh, with Kushida. Kushida, May 21st, is against Kyle O'Reilly. Rematch yeah. time, right? So they're doing that in Toronto. They're doing that match in Toronto uh, for this Ring of Honor uh, week this week. Um, so I'm curious to see how that goes, but they'll go at it against the 21st. June 3rd is against Matt Seidel. That should be good. Um, I have that Kushida, Matt Seidel. And then June 6th, it's Bushi. That, that's the last match of the tournament uh, or the last week of the tournament, last series of matches. Kushida, Bushi, that, that, it's kind of telling to me. Kind of, I think that's an important one that we want to keep an eye out on. Uh, and then Kyle O'Reilly, I wanted to see what he was up to. So May 29th. He's got Seidel, and May 25th, he's got Bushi. So those were some of the highlights that I saw. Um, uh, do you have any ones that you want to call out, uh, uh, Colin, and or do you want to just kind of go to the schedule? 
Um, I think you pretty much called out um, all the ones I was looking forward to as well. Although I did want to um, ask if we can get an early prediction out of Damon McDonald as to how this uh, best of the Super Juniors is going to wrap up. Wow. Uh, well, to me, I think that B group is going to be a tough one, but I think Osprey walks out of that one. Yep. Uh, I think uh, I think Kushida walks out. I think we have a rematch. I, but do you save that? Do you save Osprey and Kushida? Well, that's the thing because okay, so if it's Osprey versus Kushida and Osprey wins, then he's going to get another rematch. rematch at Dominion. At Dominion or at um, but this would be after Dominion. When's Dominion? Do you know? What's the Dominion? Date? I think is the seventeenth uh, of June. Okay, so maybe, maybe we set that up um, because June. You know, the end of the beginning of June is when this tournament wraps up. So maybe um, I can see that prop, prop maybe happening. So yeah, I'll go Kushida, Osprey, Osprey I'm say Osprey wins. Yeah, Osprey wins. I think so. I think it's a safe bet. Yeah. So currently on uh, NJPWWorld.com, as the schedule stands right now at this moment that we are recording. Um, on May 19th, we've got another Lionsgate Project show, if you're into that. It's Thursday, May 19th. But the first Best of the Super Juniors 23 is on May 21st, Saturday. And then the last um, show that is scheduled for the month of May, again, right now, is another Best of the Super Juniors show on May 27th. Now, I would assume that they're going to be adding more of these Super Junior shows in between then. I, I, I've heard yes. So some of these are going to be single cams. So, right, the 21st on New Japan World. Uh, and then there's this dry run. Until you get to the 26th, where Samurai TV um, will be broadcasting, actually, on the 26th, not live, tape delay, the show on the 22nd. So probably look around the 26th or the 27th for the, the for a puro drop from you know the real hero kids um, around that time for the 22nd show right the one that would be on that Sunday um, and then from there it's you know live showings on, on New Japan world for the 27th uh, nothing the 28th 29th uh, would be a samurai TV so right now samurai TV has the 29th which leads me to believe that this would be just a non-commentary show for New Japan World for the 29th. But that's definitely a Samurai TV show. So that's what we have right now for the month of May. I don't know what's going into June. I haven't seen any of the schedules for that. But that's where we are so far for the month of May when it comes to the Best of the Super Juniors. And of course, um, as we're recording this right now, tonight is the big uh, Ring of Honor NJPW Global Wars pay-per-view taking place in Chicago. We did a little show preview for that last week. And then we get into the War of the Worlds tour. Now, Damon, I know that you are going to be at the one on uh, New York City on May 14th, correct? Correct, yes. Uh, front row for me. All right, very uh, cool. Yep, so yeah, I'll be that. And that, that lineup is pretty interesting with a main event uh, uh they're calling it the ring of honor superstars or all-stars against the new japan all-stars and those all-stars on the new japan side is a real weird lineup it's tomohiro ishii right okada mm -hmm. chaos and hiroshi tanahashi in a six-man i think that's the first time that tanahashi and okada have teamed up they have before um, there, there is a, and there actually is a video. If you go in the classic board, uh, there is a video. We should probably link to that somehow. 
Um, it, but it was like it's ancient. It's like 2009, I think, um, where they did tag Okada and Tanahashi together. But that's it. That, that's, that's really it. So to me, the significance of that is pretty cool. Um, that's, uh, that's interesting to me. That, that, that's, that should be fun. But yeah, uh, I'll be at that one, so I'll have uh, news and notes from that. You can follow me on Twitter. If you're going to the show at Terminal 5 in New York, by all means, come say hi. Come see me. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to wear a sign or anything, but look, I'll be there. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> just you'll, just you'll yell demon real loud. What's that? I, I said they'll recognize you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I'll just, just yell demon real loud, and I'll... I'll be the only one in the fucking building, I'm sure. I um, would be at that show with you, but unfortunately, I'm going to be in Las Vegas yet again. I say unfortunately, like it's a, like it's a death. Oh, I've got to go to Vegas again, really? damn it. But uh, yeah, I'll be there for a wedding. So uh, we should probably talk a little bit about our schedule uh, for the PuroCast right now. Um, Colin Nick, fucks us again. Yep, yep. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, uh, I fuck everybody once again. I'm going to be in Vegas um, next weekend for a wedding. So unfortunately, we are will not be able to record then. However, we are going to be back the following weekend, which is going to be uh, 22nd, Sunday right? the 22nd, and we're going to be reviewing um, at least one of the best of the Super Junior show, depending on how many are up on uh, NJPW World by that time. Right. The good news is, kids, is that aside from that Lionsgate show where you have Go Shiozaki against uh, Jay White, um, it, it, there's... This is really probably the best time that we can do this. You know, you know Colin having this wedding gimmick. We were going to broadcast from the from the pew, <laughs> <laughs> live from the pew. Um, I don't even think it's in a church. Actually, I think it's on oh, the, the beach. You doing like out, a little? I think it's outside. Yeah, actually, well, listen, yeah. It never rains in Vegas, right? I, actually, you know what's funny? I was just talking to my cousin the other day, who lives in Vegas. It, it has been raining there. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I feel so bad. Uh, nah, it'll be. Uh, I'm sure the weather will co- cooperate. Um, you might have a stray shower, but come on, it's Vegas. It's a fucking desert. It's not supposed to rain. Um, so yeah, Colin's going to pull the the, uh, the the wedding gimmick. We knew this was coming. Um, this is this is the week to do it, right? We got the Ring of Honor shows stuff. Yes, again, from a New Japan perspective, this might be the best week. So, again, I could do a solo show, but fuck that noise. <laughs> me talking for two hours? You gotta be kidding me! And then who's gonna edit it, right? So again, I, I think we'll be okay. Uh, we'll pick things back up on the twenty second uh, with lots of junior stuff, lots of other stuff. We can hear, you know. Colin's stories of debauchery in Vegas. I'm sure I'll no have doubt. some. Debau- I'm sure I'll have some debaucherous stories uh, in New York with uh, Moondog Mackie, his kid. Uh, we'll be rocking New York City, so uh, we'll come back with you on the Mackie, 27th. that bastard. <laughs> he, you know he does this stuff just to bust your balls. Always you know? giving me shit, that guy. I'll tell you what. Ah, uh, he's a good guy. <laughs> uh, so there's that. So that's 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 what we got so far, kids. So there's where we are, and uh, yeah, all that. All right, so before I take us home, Damon, any final words from you? Uh, no, other than we'll see you on the 14th in New York City. Again, please come say hi. Uh, hit me up on the Twitter box. I'll come find you. I like meeting all you fine listeners, uh, and maybe we can get a beer or 12. Um, hey, and again, get well. Uh, Morton VH out there with his shoulder, wishing him the best. And uh, yeah, let's go, uh, New Japan. We need to set up a meeting here. We need to set up some shop. Let me give you a clue what's going on in this uh, uh, company from a North American perspective. Because if, if this is who you're trying to please, you're, you're, you're slipping. We need, to, we need to knock you back into shape. All right? So that's it for me. 
Alrighty, so I just want to thank everybody once again, all of the listeners that have been with us from day one and all of our new listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to keep those five-star reviews coming in on iTunes. And remember to check out our official website, newjapanpurocast.com. From there, you'll be able to find us on Twitter, Facebook. You'll be able to subscribe to our RSS feed directly. And if you do that, and if you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, you get each and every episode of the New Japan Purocast as it is posted immediately. So uh, that is a great way to listen to us. And of course, you can also hear us on the Great Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. They have uh, a flavor for every palate. I believe that's what we said last week. So uh, until then, uh, keep in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to post all the details about that, uh, about the uh, Damon McDonald contest. Yeah. You guys are going to be putting him in uh, various historical events throughout the history of the world. I at, can't wait for that, actually. <laughs> that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, and uh, you know what? I know I have one. I'll tell you right out of the gate. Uh, I know I have one extra one. So one of those uh, contest winners is going to win a, a, a signed Kushida. Kushida 8 by 10 How about that? Make that uh, hey, one definite. That's nothing to sneeze at. Certainly not. He's the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. And he's Ryan adorable. Evans. And he's adorable. All right, so like we said, I'm going to be in uh, Las Vegas next weekend, but we are going to be back right here Sunday, May 22nd, to review the first Best of the Super Juniors 23 show from Corican Hall. So for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys down the road later. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and in me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.